0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Good morning, everybody, and a happy Sunday to all. <coughs> I'm Glenn Macknow along with Ray Dinger. Ray, how was the uh, walk through Rittenhouse this morning? Um, talkative. <laughs> <laughs> So our producer, Moshe Kravitz, I, I'm working from home today. I they go in sometimes, work from home sometimes, and I'm working from home today. Our producer, Moshe Kravitz, calls me at 9.52. He says, Ray's not here. Ray's not here. Um, and I said, I talked to Ray this morning. He was on his way, and Moshe said, you know how it is, and we know how it is. You you walk in public, and I don't mean this in a negative way it's going to sound that. People attach themselves to you like, like a barnacle. It's like, Ray, what are the Eagles going to do about? <laughs> And Ray, for your many skills and talents, mm-hmm. which are abundant, one of them is not the ability to cut a conversation
3: short. <laughs> uh, no, if if folks want to talk to me, I will talk to them, uh, and that's. Uh, I was I was telling Moshe, this is particularly a tough time of the year for me to walk in Center City, <laughs> when when NFL free agency is in play. <laughs> uh, I, I literally can't walk a block without somebody saying, "What are the Eagles going to do?" Or yeah. you know what do you think of Jalen Hurts or what do you think of Deshaun Watson and yeah. you know How come I wind I wind get up this guy yeah well I wind up I wind up kind of doing the show before I get to the show uh, you know? hey come on now but on. I'm but I you know, give give me this I have, I'm always here when you start okay I've never kind of been close, late but I get here
2: all of for all these years you've never been late all right I want to get to the Eagles in one second but I want to start with the news that occurred yesterday when. Uh, the inevitable happens the Flyers trade longtime captain Claude Giroux, longest tenured athlete in this city, one of the best ever to wear the orange and black. He goes to the Florida Panthers uh, in what I thought was a rather underwhelming trade. It's Giroux, a couple of you know bench depth players, a future fifth-round pick in return for 23-year-old and, and you don't see the air quotes I'm throwing here. Prospect Owen Tippett, maybe he is a former first-round pick, but he's been up and down a few times, hasn't done anything yet. Um, a 2023 third-rounder and a 2024 first-rounder. Oh, and by the way, the Flyers have to retain 50% of Giroux's salary. I don't think
3: anybody's impressed by what they got. Uh, agree? Can we start there? Yeah, I I thought they would get more. Okay because he's still I mean he's he's still a really good player and he's demonstrated that this year and um, he's going to help Florida. I mean putting him on that team, I mean right now if if I had a handicap the Stanley Cup playoffs, I would make them the favorites.
2: Yeah, their odds just got better. No question about it. And even though he's a free agent at the end of the year and you're getting a rental, you're getting a very good rental at a very important time. So here's here's what it comes down to, and I, I will cite Anthony Sanfilippo, who's who's the my, usually my go-to guy when I'm trying to figure out what's actually happening, and he said this. He said Colorado made a better offer, and Boston and the Rangers were also very interested, but Giroux said, I'm not going there. I'm only going to Florida. I have earned the right. He's got a no-trade, no-movement clause. He had all the leverage. He preferred to go to Florida. Uh, Chuck Fletcher, the general manager, was over a barrel. Um, Giroux's goal was not necessarily to help the Flyers. It was to go where he wanted to go. Right. And he did. So my question to you is, should we begrudge him for this? Uh, is this uh, him not being a good guy, a good teammate, a good organization man? Or is this something that, hey, he earned the right to do it. Let him do what he wants. That's kind of how
3: I see it. I, you know, you're The probably, second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... There are probably people out there in the audience that are going to take the opposite and say, you know, he owed the Flyers more than that, and he owed the Flyers the opportunity to get the biggest return. But, no, I mean, he, he earned the leverage, and he had it. And there was a place that he wanted to go, and he said, that's where I want to go. Um, you know, look, he gave this team everything he could possibly give them for more than a decade. Played a 1,000 games, played his butt off. Uh, over the course of time, you would say the organization probably at the end owes him more than he owes them. Uh, given the, given the, what they had, what they put around him to ask him to play with. I mean, he was playing with line mates that played like they were wearing boxing gloves, for God's sakes. So, I mean, I, I think at this point, um, he's in a situation where, yeah, he's got the power, and I have no problem with him saying, no, 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 I want to go to Florida. Send me to Florida. And. Yeah, you know, at that point, Flyers get what they can get. But no, that was his right, and he exercised it, and I have no problem with that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I you, you kind of wish he'd almost faked it and said like, "Yeah, look, you can tell Colorado I'm interested." Because Ray, as you know, if there's one potential trade partner, they have the leverage. Florida knew once Florida knew Giroux didn't want to go anywhere else. Florida could say like, "Hey, this is our offer. Right. We're not going to make it any better. What are you guys going to hold on to him?" So I kind of wish Giroux had, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, sure, I'll go there. Trying to drive the offer from Florida up, but I, I generally agree with you. Um, he's been in this league a long time. He it was in his contract. You, 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 if it's in your contract, you get to exercise it. Right. And yes, he gave this organization a lot over the years. Um, he gave them more than they gave him. I'll put it to you that way. Mm -hmm. He was well-paid, but they didn't build the team around him that would have allowed him to be a Stanley Cup contender, which he now goes to a Stanley Cup contender. Um, I'm not impressed at all with the return, but what are you going to do? I know they – and again, I'll cite Anthony Sanfilippo, best hockey writer in town, who said that uh, Giroux was not willing to help the Flyers unless they guaranteed they would bring him back next year, that he actually wants to come back next year.
3: Yeah, I don't think that's out of the question.
2: Well, okay, uh, according to Anthony, Chuck Fletcher Fletcher would not do that, as in guarantee. Maybe they will, but they weren't exactly – they didn't want
3: to guarantee it. Well, how about this? Yeah. Is Chuck Fletcher going to be here? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, after, after – after, not, not on merit. The team that he's built? I mean, yeah. he's, he's a lock to be here making that decision? I'm not so sure. No, I think Danny Briere may be your GM next exactly year. right yeah I mean that's common it doesn't matter when it's coming but I mean who knows
2: yeah I agree
3: um, so that's that and goodbye to him
2: and i I do salute him I, I bear him no ill will for that uh, I know there were a lot of fans last night who were you know barking about how he come on he should have given him if they got him more from Colorado he should have gone to Colorado. Not a lot of players earn the right to dictate where they want to go, and when they do, they have that right.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yes, yesterday you asked the question about where does he rank among all-time flyer forwards, and you had him fourth among did. all-time flyer forwards. Second
2: in all-time scoring, you know.
3: Yeah, I know. Uh, I had him sixth, but, I mean, we still both had him very high, sure. and he, only one other player in the history of the franchise has played more than 1,000 games, and that's Bob Clark, who is and i think probably will always be number one but i got an email from somebody last night maybe maybe they sent it to both of us i don't know who said i was listening to the show today he did the top 12 flyers of all time he didn't mention bernie perron and i uh, sorry bernie, bernie, bernie I, I yeah I, I i wrote back and said no 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 you you probably didn't hear the entire conversation we were discussing the the best flyers forwards in the yeah. context of of the passing of claude giroux so uh anybody out there that was wondering, you know, why we didn't have, you know, why we didn't have Mark Howe in there, why we didn't have Bernie Perrand in there, um, Eric Desjardins, Eric did not make Desjardins, the yeah, yeah, I mean, it was understand that what we are ranking there of the top ten or the top twelve, I guess we were just discussing flyer forwards, yeah. just just for the record.
2: And he is one of the all
3: times, and and I wish him well.
2: I don't know, me too. I guess I root for Florida now as much as as i care sorry right, i do-,
3: do i mean I, if if, if, if honestly god if he were not if he were not wearing a florida panther jersey i would not be rooting for the florida panthers it still no, bothers me to see the stanley cup oh, going to south beach you know how i feel about uh, it. me too I, i'm with think, you on that i think there should be a constitution an amendment to the u.s constitution banning hockey below the mason <laughs> dixon line you know that i'm <laughs> um, i'm with you but you know now that he's down there i'm you know i'm rooting for the panthers i am all right.
2: Let us get to the Eagles, and I'm going to kind of move into it this way. Yesterday, there was a trade in the NFL. Robert Woods goes from the Rams to the Tennessee Titans for a sixth round pick. Actually, a sixth round pick next ne- year, no, next not year, not even this year, right? Yeah.
3: Sixth round pick in 2023.
2: Right now, he's coming off an injury, uh, so I don't, I don't know where his health is right now. But still, they got him on the cheap, right? That's, you don't get much cheaper than that. No, that, that's that's true. That is the. A, few, a, a future, future sixth round. pick. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, Robert Woods, pretty good player. He was he was at forty five catches, five hundred fifty six yards, four touchdowns before he hurt himself in a practice this year. And he is good, and he is another receiver now who has moved. And Ray, we talked this about this a little bit yesterday. The free agent market has kind of come and gone. The Eagles made one nice pickup of an edge rusher, Radic, mm-hmm. Right. And nothing else. Uh and here are wide receivers who moved this off season. Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. Michael, no, Michael Gallup resigned. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna give you ones who re-signed. Yeah.
3: Allen Robinson goes to the Rams.
2: Alan you're right, I'm, I'm just gonna give you right. the names of guys who moved. Uh Russell Gage, Juju Smith Schuster, Christian Kirk got way too much money. Yeah. DJ Chark, Cedric Wilson, now I'm starting to get into the guys who aren't very good, Byron Pringle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Zay Jones. Um, and what's left on the market is maybe a guy or two. I mean, Odell Beckham you don't want for many reasons, including he got tore his knee up in the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, and it looks like the Rams are bringing him back. I mean, that's part of the reason right. why they were willing to deal Woods. Fine. Julio Jones seems cooked to me. Yeah, that didn't work out for him in Tennessee.
2: Right. Maybe Jarvis Landry. I don't know. Will Fuller. I mean, it's so. So, my question to you is at this point, do we consider the Eagles free agent, Eagles, um, the time during free agency, a failure for the Eagles? I'll uh, answer first. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to get that on the record.
3: Right. I do. You? Um, well, I really. I, I really like the Reddick signing. I think he's a really good player in a position that helps them greatly. I mean, they, they needed pass rush. He will give them pass rush. So that was a real good signing. But I'm sort of with you in the sense that there's a lot more work that needs to be done here. I mean, you know that, this is not a team that was one player away from being a Super Bowl team. They have a lot of work to do. And I, I suspect that they're probably putting uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of hope into the draft you know, they've, got a, they've got a lot of picks. They've like got three in the first round. I think they mm-hmm. figure they're going to really help themselves in the draft, and I hope they do. Uh, but I do think that there was more that could have been done in free agency, especially in the area of wide receiver. Because, I mean, in the draft, could they draft a wide receiver? Yeah, they could. And there are some good wide receivers in this draft. Um, but I think the receiver, the wide receiver that they need right now to round out the offense is a veteran wide receiver. Because you've got young guys. You've yeah. got young guys that you're still trying to develop. You you need that. You don't need to add another young guy to the mix. What you need is that other receiver needs to be a veteran receiver. it has been around the league, runs good patterns, understands playing in the NFL, understands the coverages, can make the decisions on the fly that only a veteran can make. Um, and those guys were out there. And I kind of, frankly, I thought that was the other move they were going to make. I thought they were going to go get a pass rusher. I thought they were going to go get a receiver. And to me, Woods was a guy that stood out because – I, I look at Woods. I saw him play at Southern Cal. Uh, I've seen him play through his career, Buffalo, uh, and and here um, with the Rams. And to me, he had he had the qualities I was looking for. Is the best way of putting it. Uh, he had size. You know, he's six feet, one hundred ninety five, strong. Uh, runs exceptionally good patterns. Uh, a great pattern runner. And. I have always put great value in that. I know. I know we're into an era of speed, speed, speed. You know, everybody wants the four-two, four-three, forty guy that can get down, stretch the field. You know, the chunk play. I mean, all those terms that we're hearing now. Uh, but you still need that guy that on third and eight is going to get to the sticks and catch the ball. And and that's that's all about pattern running. It's all about understanding defenses, finding the soft spot in the defense, turning around and catching the football. And that's what Woods did. I mean, if you look at his career, I mean, he had three years in a row. Eighty-six catches, ninety catches, ninety catches. Mm-hmm. Uh, been productive over time. The torn Achilles is a concern. I'm not going to say it's not. He tore, it, um, he tore it in in November. November. But mm-hmm. there's expectation that he can be back at the start of this year. He will be. He's 29 now, but he'll be 30 next month. I understand all of that. But one of the other things that he's got that I think that would fit with the Eagles, and again, to me, so much of free agency is about the fit. And so it's okay to get a good player, but does he fit with your team and what you want to do? To me, Woods would have been that because, he's again, he's a veteran, understands it, runs good patterns. He runs the intermediate in-cut stuff really well. And that's, you know, given Jalen Hurts' arm, I mean, those are throws he's got to make. And here's a guy that knows how to make them. And the other thing is, in my view, he was the best blocking wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, it wasn't even close, really. I mean, he was really, really good at that. And one thing we learned last year is this is a team that's good when they run the football. And you bring this guy in, and he's one more good blocker in a good running football team. So for me, all of those reasons made him a fit. And if you're talking about, even if those questions with the injury, if you're talking about a future sixth-round draft pick, I mean, I would have done that. I absolutely would have done that. Okay. Uh, the
2: other position that I would have hoped they would have addressed is safety. And there have been a lot of safeties who have moved. Uh, Marcus Williams moved, uh, Marcus May moved. He's a guy I I thought they would have some interest in.
3: Yeah, good player Uh, lost on a bad team.
2: Yeah, Justin Reed, Justin Whitehead, a lot of Marcuses and Justins here. Uh, Xavier Woods, who people know from Minnesota. So they all moved. And just interestingly, Ray, uh, yesterday a couple of Eagles players went to Twitter to lobby for the Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. Kenny Gainwell and Sean Bradley both kind of lobbied for uh, Tyron Matthew, who mm-hmm. remains on site on that. Um, that's probably a money issue. I, I guess I don't know.
3: Yeah, uh, Matthews he's, he's making he's making pretty good coin. Well, so I think that's that's probably he, part. He of He remains
2: it. unsigned, right? I know. So so he's making no coin reason. at the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say, there's been a narrative that has developed in recent days. Uh, among a lot of people who cover the Eagles, that it's been a good off season because, hey, they already extended Dallas Goddard and Maddox, and they brought back Kelsey and Cox, who they actually first cut. So I don't know if they get, like, how much congratulations you get for that. Um, they, they had earlier extended Jordan Milata and Sweat, and that's all fine. I, I think those are generally good moves, but I don't think that's exactly cause for a victory lap. is it? I mean, how many Pro Bowls have... The, the the taking away Kelsey and Cox, who are two older guys, you're bringing back. Goddard and Sweat were alternates last year, I guess, mm-hmm. so, so I, I don't count that. Right. And and, and again, I have, uh, you know, I Dallas Goddard, great. I like him. Keep him. All those guys, of terrific. Keep them. But it's not exactly like you're getting better. You're just keeping guys that you have. How are you getting better?
3: Yeah, I, that's that's kind of how I view it. I mean, this this is sort of like I I think the Eagles uh, have become are probably a little annoyed. That, there's, that they're getting a sense that the Eagle Nation is getting a little restless in free agency and suggesting in the conversation, if they listen to the station at all, they're hearing the conversation from, from fans saying, why are the Eagles doing something? Why aren't they doing anything? You know, I like Reddick, but they got a lot more to do. Well, I, I kind of agree with that. And so that's out there and i think the eagles are a little annoyed by that so they're they're trying to do a little counter programming and they're trying to put out a, a second version of this oh well no 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 we've we've done a lot look at what we've done well some of it you did in season you know and some of it is just a matter of retaining what you already have which is fine i agree with all of those decisions that they made in terms of re signing and extending those guys that's good i mean that's good that's doing good business but there was more that needed to be done and I, I think that there are a couple of opportunities here, and you we just talked about one position, wide receiver, and the other position, safety, uh, that need to be addressed. And there are opportunities to do that in free agency. Now you can go ahead and try and do it in the draft, um, but, I mean, there are opportunities right now. And I understand that you know there's there are money issues and there are salary cap issues and everybody's interested in the honey badger, but you you got to find some way to make the dollars work. Um, but the idea that this has been you know, a really productive and positive offseason, I... I don't buy that. I mean, the Redick signing, really good signing, really good player, and he's definitely going to help you in an area where you needed help. But there was more that needed to be done.
2: Indeed. And the three first-round draft picks, we'll see how they use them. That, that could be terrific. But, again, it's here we are. All right, 215-592-9494. By the way, Ray, best caller of the day wins a $50 gift card to Shibe Vintage Sports, where there's a story in every stitch. Check out their throwback apparel at their center city location or at ShibeSports.com. Ray, how about we let our producer, Moshe Kravitz, pick the best caller of the day today?
3: Oh, I think we should. get Get you and I off the hook. Mm-hmm, yep. I'm all in favor of that.
2: All right. My pal Lou in Mount Laurel starts us out. How are you, Lou? Hey, and how are you? It's Sunday, and i day of worship as I worship at the altar of Glenn Mack now. Well, how thanks. are you, man? We're good. Thanks.
1: Glenn, I, you know, watching all those Giroux highlights and Giroux tribute videos, the one thing that stuck out to me is, and I think you said it too, the lack of talent that surrounded him his whole time here. I mean, you're you're looking at some of his highlights where you have Aaron Ashum as his as his winger. <laughs> really, I have the goals really? that showing like Aaron Asham was his stinking line mate. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I mean, and then you look at you look at a Crosby who had Malkin. You look at all the greats, and I do. I think I rarely see this. I think he did earn to right to say where he wanted to go. I, I wish there would have been a little more some backroom stuff to maybe jack up the price to make yes. kind of maybe look at like Colorado was involved, but. Also, he goes to Florida, Glenn. I, I do. I hope they win the cup. I hope it's like when Ray Bork went from Colorado, or excuse me, from, went from Boston to Colorado. If Giroux wins the cup, that means so will another former flyer, Sergey Bobrovsky, who's tearing up the league still down there. Wow. Still. He's, <laughs> I, Glenn I don't know if you've seen his stats. He's been remarked, but you know, we
2: had to let him go because we had to bring in Brisgolov. So. I know. I know. <sighs> Bob, Bob was somebody who they made a big mistake on.
1: Big time, big time.
2: Um, So I am. I I hope he does well. I think he's he's earned that
1: right. Um, So I'm going to say for the next couple months, I hope, as much as I I agree with you, Glenn, it pains me. It hurts a piece of my hockey soul to see the Stanley Cup go to Florida, but I I do hope they
3: win it. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff, Lou. Thanks, Thanks, as always. (laughs) The hockey soul. (laughs) You don't hear that term a whole lot. No, that was pretty good. It's uh, right. it's been a it's been a rough for folks like Lou and I know Lou is, is an absolute Flyer diehard from all the way back. These have been painful times. Oh gosh, I mean this. They, if you're a real Flyer fan with a real sense of history, that you actually were there on Broad Street when they brought Cup number one down there, and you've been with the team that long, you have suffered for the last ten years. Well, really and
2: have. and I know Lou. Lou. Lou wasn't. He's a younger guy. Lou's, I mean, younger relative to us. Lou's probably forty, right? So he That's doesn't long well, he doesn't remember any of that, but he does remember when the team was good. When every year you could expect that the Flyers would excel, you know, maybe make a final every couple of years. He was he Lou probably grew up in the Lindros era. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And, yeah, right.
3: That's it was just, fine. Wasn't so bad in hindsight, was it? Yeah, I mean, they still look. They still resembled the Flyers then.
2: Yes, they did.
3: But that's unfortunately that's a fading memory.
2: Uh, Indeed. All right. Coming up, Ray Dinger draft preview. We're going to get into the college draft. I know some people want to talk about that. I want to hear about that. Uh, We moved some of our features from yesterday to today. We have this week in Philadelphia sports history, which today, Ray, is the anniversary of a very uh, big moment in Mm -hmm. Philadelphia sports. I'm not going to say what it was, but I'll give people the clue that it was 18 years ago today. Okay. It was a very momentous day in Philadelphia sports history. We're going to do what we're watching. You and I are watching the same show. I think I'm probably enjoying it more than you. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I imagine I imagine so. Uh, and speaking of, of history, do you know that um, today is Sunday, Friday, was the 100th anniversary of the beginning of WIP? I heard
3: something about that.
2: I am going to read you the first day of programming on the station, Ray. Apparently, you and I had the day off, mm-hmm. um, and I am going to play an amazing Joe Conklin tribute to 100 years of WIP. I can't wait for that. So all of that coming up, starting with, with Ray's draft preview, 215-592-9494. Ray Dinger, Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP.